Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish podcast for independent minds. I know why you're here. It is, after all, the POTUS channel. Did we ever get that straight? Is that politics of the United States or president of the United States or either? I thought the former. Yes, it is politics of the United States. For the people of the United States. Oh, my. Who are listening now. So people are all dialed in and they want to know, well, what, what about the Kentucky gubernatorial battle? What about the Alabama race? What about Ohio and abortion? Uh, what about Virginia's 57th district? What What is the deal in all of those? You're probably wondering. But no, at the top of my list is the school board race in the public system, Philly Burbs, where I attended K through 12. Central Bucks, as in Bucks County, as in one of the collar Philly Burbs that every four years you hear about, like, who's going to win the Philly Burbs? Who's going to win Bucks County? Who's going to win Montgomery County? Who's going to win Chester County? Who's going to win Delaware County? You know, tell me who wins the Philly Burbs, and I can tell you who wins Pennsylvania and consequently who wins the nation. Traditionally, in my youth, coming of age as a Republican there, slightly more Republican, but always a bit mixed. Uh, we had a, a Democratic member of Congress, Peter Kostmeyer, for a couple of terms, and then he was defeated in the 80 race by Jim Coyne. And then Kostmeyer came back and was able to uh, win the race by defeating Coyne. I'm trying to think of who am I leaving out before we get to Jim Greenwood, who was a moderate Republican. The, the, the congressman today, the congressman today in Bucks County, just to try and set the stage for you a little bit, is Brian Fitzpatrick, who's been a guest here of mine. He's been a guest of mine on CNN as well. He's a problem solver. And I think he's well suited for the politics of Bucks County, which today I would say are distinctly purple. It used to be, and it is still, but a little less so, that the county is shaped like a rectangle. And the further north you would go, the more conservative 
that it would become so that Lower Bucks County is very densely populated. This is this is where Levittown, one of the original Levittowns is located, dense and democratic. And then you move north and you get into Central Bucks, which is the area that I want to focus your attention on now. This is where I was born and raised, very suburban, less rural than it was in my youth. I grew up in a small community where I was a half mile as the crow flies from a junior high school that I did not attend. Instead, I was bussed like Kamala Harris six six miles out of my community to a rural community where they just built a new school. But they... they, I know you didn't mean that. I may have meant it. I mean, Mm, the levity, TC, lighten up. come on. Levity. She had those T-shirts all ready to go. I need a T-shirt like this. Oh, jeez. So the point is that they correctly anticipated that there was going to be development of farms and that they would need new schools. But when the schools were open, they didn't have enough kids to attend them. So they, they picked from a couple of pockets in the town where I was. The road, what a wonderful road that I would go those, you know, part of those miles to get to school. I remember that. We drove it at old school. Right. Listen to the name of the road. Cold Spring Creamery Road. It's just a great... My Wait, brother, like Coldstone Creamery, like the ice cream place. This, no, no, no they, they probably ripped it off of of this street. But in fact, my brother, who's four years older than me, had a buddy. His name was Tim Brennicky, and I think that Tim had a band that was called Cold Spring Creamery. That's a great, like, a little probably good for like a little folks rock, you know, kind of sound. Um, What's the point, Michael? The point is that now that area is is less rural, more developed, you know, like like sort of a, a Toll Brothers mecca. And then when you go further north in this same county of my youth, Bucks County, it, it still has a distinctly rural feel and character to it. It's a great barometer, Central Bucks in particular, of what's going on politically in the country at large. And that's why I'm telling you the truth I'm interested in what happened in the Kentucky uh, gubernatorial race and what happened with Glenn Youngkin and who took control of the Senate in Virginia and so on and so forth. But there was a very competitive school board race for the public school system where I was educated and where my father worked for for most of his adult life as, as teacher, then guidance counselor. And what I most wanted to know early today was who won those races. You might remember that in the midst of COVID, I read from local newspapers with some sense of disgust, I tell you, um, about some of the the school board meetings and some of the behavior at school board meetings. Local health care providers came out at one of them and they advised as to masks and vaccination and so forth. They were like hooted and hollered down. There was a school board member who resigned because he'd been receiving death threats. You know, the library book debates have played themselves out in, in this community, gender identification issues. The Philadelphia Inquirer in May, in May, writing about the school district that I'm describing, said this. Central Bucks has been one of the top school districts in Pennsylvania. But lately, the district has been embroiled in one self-inflicted controversy after another, including efforts to ban books, remove pride flags, prohibit teachers from calling students by their preferred pronouns without parents' permission, and order a librarian to remove posters with quotes from Holocaust survivor and author Elie Wiesel. 
The district later allowed the posters to remain, but it's worth highlighting the offending quote from Wissell's Nobel Peace Prize acceptance speech, quote, I swore never to be silent whenever and wherever human beings endure suffering and humiliation. We must always take sides. Neutrality helps the oppressor, never the victim. Silence encourages the tormentor, never the tormented. The rancor and folly on display at Central Buck School Board meetings is part of a broader right-wing extremist culture war that has embroiled school districts across the country since the pandemic. Yeah, that's what it's become. Still get a great education, but I don't recognize the behavior of the parents who've come out at these school board meetings in comparison to the way it was when I was educated there. Some of the coverage of last night from the local newspapers says this, the race for control over one of the state's largest school districts has reached, quote, astonishing levels of funding for what used to be a sleepy race in a municipal election year. The national culture war pitting parental rights activists against LGBTQ rights advocates has made Central Bucks one of two Pennsylvania battleground districts being tracked by Ballotpedia. The second battleground is nearby Penn Ridge School District. Some of the same issues. Similar policies passed by both school districts, including one prohibiting teachers from displaying pride flags and other political symbols have cropped up in other Pennsylvania school districts and beyond. A Catholic school in Ontario, Canada, refused a similar policy in June, with some board members there saying the proposed policy was a verbatim copy of Central Bucks Policy 321. Okay, so what happened last night? Quote, it was a sweeping victory for Democrats as Central Bucks voters ousted one GOP incumbent kept an incumbent Democrat and brought on three new members to the school board in December. While Tuesday's election will directly impact the residents of Central Bucks, it's not unfair to say this year's election results could have a much larger impact. The Central Bucks school board race is probably one of the most watched in the county after a series of controversies over library books, political speech, and transgender athletes. And then it goes on to the particulars. I see great significance in that. Bellwether County, Bellwether part of the county, all the cultural issues that have, that have gotten national headlines in so many districts in the last couple of years, big victory for the Democratic Party. And, therefore, unsurprising that we see the results in Virginia, in Ohio, and in Kentucky. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. 
And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. And, therefore, unsurprising that we see the results in Virginia, in Ohio, and in Kentucky. CNN's coverage. For all the sound and fury around Tuesday's elections, there was one clear signal. Abortion rights are politically popular no matter where or when they are on the ballot. And no matter how you slice it, it's good news for Democrats as the parties plot their strategies ahead of the 2024 election. Governor Glenn Youngkin, the Virginia Republican who believed that he could crack one of the most intractable issues in American politics with the promise of reasonable abortion restrictions, will not lead a GOP-controlled legislature in the Commonwealth, which denied the party control of the state Senate and put a swift end to both his plan for a 15-week abortion ban and rumors that he might pursue a 2014 presidential bid. By the way, uh, just a, a little instinct. And I don't know the man. I'm probably wrong. I bet Glenn Youngkin is just thrilled. I mean, I'm sure he wanted control of the state Senate. But whereas he's now not in a position where he's expected to do anything in terms of, of move the last southern state into a more restrictive abortion realm, I'll bet on a personal level, he's fine. He doesn't have to go through the, the, the lip service now of, oh, we're going to have 15 weeks. Just a gut check on my part, probably wrong. Meanwhile, voters in Ohio decisively said they wanted a constitutionally protected right to abortion with the passage of a ballot measure only a few months after they rejected another measure that would have made it harder for them to shield abortion rights. My takeaway on Ohio, I said this yesterday and I'm, I'm, I'm sure of it. There, there has got to be like somewhere in uh, the world of Republican RNC uh, and DNC operatives, like in their respective boiler rooms, I'm sure they are crafting. What can we put on the ballot in those states where it benefits us? A question about abortion, especially for Democrats, because this issue, I mean, ever since Kansas, 
in the aftermath of Dobbs overturning Roe versus Wade. We've seen time and again the uh, the potency of the abortion issue. I'm sure there are going to be a lot of initiatives secondary to the presidential race that people are going to get on the ballot so they, they can drive their vote. Uh, Kentucky, Democratic governor defeated his Republican challenger, a state attorney general with close ties to former President Trump and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell after a campaign in which abortion became a flashpoint. So there was that. And in Virginia, yes, it was the poll question of the day yesterday. Boy, um, I heard somebody on radio say there will probably only be 16,000 votes cast on this question, and I'm fine with it. And so, yet. so said this voice. And I think the theory was, you know, people probably aren't following it. They might not even understand why is he asking that question. The question was this. Could you vote for a political candidate who live streamed sexual acts with their spouse for money? In the end, 25,578 votes were cast and the Pearl Clutchers won, TC, 74.57% said no. Why are you defining them as Pearl Clutchers? (laughs) Like, what is wrong with you? Well... (laughs) Listen, our our electorate doesn't match the outcome of the race no. because Susanna Gibson lost. She did. She lost, but but it was by a whisker. Very close. It was 51.16% for David Owen, the home builder and the nurse practitioner from the Sex Capades episode 48.40%. I may or may not have even looked at the maps to see I know nothing of this area outside of Richmond, but I see that he ran up big numbers in, is it pronounced Gouchland? There's got to be a joke in someone, that, too. Someone will call in. I'm just being G-O-O-C-H-L-A-N-D. very careful what we say. G-O-O-C-H-L-A-N-D. Gouchland? Goochland? Gooseland? Stop. Just stop. Uh, which, by the way, she was she was able to offset in Henrico County, but not by enough of a margin. There you go. But when you look at it color-coded, it's very distinct, like... It, it must be a very conservative, very Republican, uh, Gouchland, Goochland, Gooseland. Okay. Right? Do you have to be really conservative or really Republican to not think that that was the best behavior well, for an elected official? I'm, I'm not holding myself out as expert on House of Delegates District 57. Right. But from a distance and looking at the data, it tells me that in the end, people pretty much just voted along party, party lines. lines. Yeah. yeah. And maybe abortion was a factor and this was a secondary consideration. If I came in here, if I came in here today, because this I know that the registration is close in the 57th. And if I came in here today and if the actual outcome had been like the Smirconish dot com poll yesterday, 75, 25, then I would say people held it against her. People have that. That is not the outcome of the race. Even that such a slim margin. Could it have made a difference? Could have, definitely could have. I think it could have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, on a judgment basis, on a job we like we've talked about in, in, in this situation. So, uh, yeah, there you go. She lost in Virginia and the Democrats won for the Central Bucks School District. Uh, and that is the summation of last night's election. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. 
Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Smirconish program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Okay, here here comes the Virginia pronunciation guide. Jean, give it to me. Um, I just wanted to um, help you out. Um, it is Goochland County. Uh, Goochland. If you hadn't already had a call. No, no, you are my call. I'm counting on you. Goochland. Yes, Goochland. <laughs> are you in Goochland? I am not. I'm in Hanover County, which is um, close by. But uh, and then you had also mentioned Henrico, um, but I don't know if you had pronounced that right either. <laughs> I pronounced that incorrectly as well. So I'm batting. I'm batting a thousand. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. I mean, that's hard to tell. So, Goochland yeah, and Henrico. Goochland. Yes. Goochland. Henrico. Nice. Yeah. Henrico. 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 Okay. Okay. Plano, <laughs> Texas. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Gene. Appreciate it very much. Uh, this is Sean on Long Island. Hi, Sean. Greetings. I can handle Long Island. That's more my speed. Go ahead. <laughs> Good morning, Michael. I'm actually on my way to uh, the Poconos in Lake Wallenpawpack. You're your oh. neck of the woods. What are you, um, you going to do there? Uh, we have a house out there, so I'm just going to check on it. Nice. Okay. A little little yeah. winterization. Yeah. 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 Get it ready. Get ready for the winter. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Um, so I have a question. So I've been driving this morning, and I've been listening to um, a, a lot of talk radio, some of it Patriot. And it, I thought it was interesting listening to the, um, the callers there this morning talking about how they feel like kind of disenfranchised almost. Like 
um, because Trump has said that the elections are stolen and uh, elections are fraudulent, they are uh, like, it doesn't matter if my vote doesn't count because Democrats are going to steal the election. So my question is, moving forward into the presidential year, is that going to stop Republicans from coming out to vote? And if that's the case, what does the GOP do to kind of turn that narrative on its head? Because I don't think a regular get out and vote campaign is going to do it. In other words, will those views dissuade them from actually coming out and casting ballots? I don't think so. But what it might do, I hope not, is is uh, cause them not to accept the result of the election. Right. I mean, I, that's where I'm I'm worried. I'm worried about next year being a repeat magnified of what we went through on January 6th in the last cycle. Yeah, I, I hear you. I appreciate I appreciate the, uh, your answer, Michael. All right. You got a nice day to be in the Poconos. It's it, it, at least where I am. It looks like it's uh, it's going to be good there, too. Sharon, greetings. You're in Loudoun County, Virginia. What are you thinking about? So, Mike, so listen, I go out to the polls early in the morning. Duncan is out there with Juan Pablo's cigar. So I walked up to him. I'm a Democrat. And I walked wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don't rush this. Governor Yunkin was out there smoking a cigar? No, he was out there with Juan Pablo's cigar. The case is... I'm like, damn, he's a, he's a, he's a he-man. I love that. He's having a morning cigar at a polling place? All right. <laughs> he's out there. He's out there competing for what it was Juan Pablo. But anyway, so I'm a Democrat. So I walk up to him and I said, listen, I said, full transparency, I'm a Democrat and I didn't vote for you, but I want to tell you why. And he says, why is that? I said, because you made an issue when you ran for election. You made an issue out of no issue. You ran on transgender. There was one case in the entire state. You ran on Parents' Bill of Rights and CRT. There was no CRT in the state of Virginia. And you made a big deal out of things that wasn't a big deal. And I said, with anybody who does something like that just to get elected, you've lost my vote vote and respect. What I did tell him, I said, the way you can get my vote is if you fix the issue in White Ferry. But when you talked about this morning about those social issues, it's a big deal because I'd rather him ran on fentanyl in school or crime or anything. But when you make an issue out of something that's not a big deal and all that mess that went on at the school board, all of that was ridiculous because there was nothing going on here. Virginia has some of the best schools in the country. And he fell into that. And that's why Democrats showed up and said, we're not dealing with this. But I had to tell him that because it was important. How did he react? Those are the things that don't matter. How did he react? He said, he didn't say anything. He, he directed towards Pablo, and I said, good luck tonight. And then I left. <laughs> All right. So, I love it. You know, speaking your mind and doing so in a nice, civil way. That's a good thing. Absolutely. Thank you, Sharon. Have a good day. Appreciate it very much. Jerome, to you in Los Angeles, what did you want to say? Well, I wanted to talk about uh, the youth vote and specifically yeah. the hearsay the hearsay rule. Um, I'm a judge in Los Angeles, and you keep talking to people who talk about the youth vote, but you don't talk to anybody who galvanizes the youth vote. Um, and who works with youth voters, and bring in somebody like David Hogg onto your show, either on CNN or on your talk show here, and talk to them about what motivates a young person to vote. Because if you look at what happened yesterday, the youth vote in Ohio and in Virginia was immense and was on one side. Um, There was a trans 
a person that was elected to the legislature in Virginia. I don't know if you spoke about that on your show yet. Um, but that's very, very big. And the youth vote propelled Biden. So, you know, the youth vote is not monolithic, and they don't care about voting for somebody young or old. Uh, they don't like Trump. Um, they don't dislike Biden. They just don't think he's the right vessel for them, I think, from talking to people like David Hogg. Um, and they can't stand somebody like Vivek because they think he's a huckster, even though he's young. So I think bring somebody on who works with young Okay, voters listen, listen, judge, judge, listen to me. Hang on. You've yes. said it to me four times now, and I'm, I'm taking umbrage because yesterday at this moment in the program, actually 20 minutes ago, John Della Volpe from Harvard, a pollster who was Joe Biden's pollster in the last cycle, was my guest. And our very specific subject was the youth vote, Gen Z, millennials. What I are they tried, doing? I so I, like, why you. are you so why are you but, but why are you saying to me you're acting like I'm ignoring something like I have a blind spot when I just did it yesterday? Because because you spoke to the person who spoke to the person. He did 16 a- 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 focus a- groups. He did 16 bring, focus groups. Bring in, bring in a young person. Okay. Don't speak All right. To person who speaks All right. To yes. That's Thank you, Judge. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's a podcast release, everybody. We were so we were so impressed with the data and with the credibility of my guest. Was he a millennial himself? I don't know his age. I know that he just did 16 focus groups all across the country with young voters. He is the he's the guy. authority. Like of all things vote. to say to me about it, you ought to be doing this. Yeah, I'm sure Jerome meant it well, but come on, give me a break. I would encourage man. him. Just... Yeah, I would encourage him to go and listen to that podcast episode from yesterday, and he will have a maybe, hopefully, a different take. Uh, Charles, greetings. You're in Philly. What did you most want to say? Yeah, hi. I suspect that in 2024, we might see the last hurrah of the abortion issue. Once all the states have voted, we might have finally resolved this issue as a nation. And I think we should all thank the Supreme Court for returning it to the people because the middle of the country, the, 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 like your show, Stuck in the Middle, is going to say it should be legal. And I think we might come to the end of the great debate. Are you actually going so far as to say maybe Dobbs was the best thing for the country? People are getting to decide on a local basis, their state, what they want the standard to be. I'm not maybe saying that. I'm fully endorsing that idea that Dobbs returned it to the people and that was the right way to resolve this issue. Roe v. Wade never resolved it. Roe v. Wade never made sense from a legal standpoint. I I personally thought it was the right practical outcome. I guess that's revealing of how I look at the issue. But I always was troubled by by how the court got there. Of course, I have to say to you, the problem is that you've you've got a, a woman who is in a very red state where restrictions have been put on the books. And now she's got to travel if she if she needs abortion access. Should she have to do that? Well, there might be still some small political skirmishes around issues like that. But the great national issue, I think, is going to recede. Yeah, well, I'll I'll go. I'll agree with you on this. It's going to be an issue in 24. There, There are going to be ways that it gets on the ballot, especially by Democrats, because they see the potency of it. You know, it is still it is still such a but at some point. To what you are saying, to some point to what you're saying, you know, it, 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 what will we be fighting over? What will there be left to fight over when everybody has had their say on their own state basis? Here- 
Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.